Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here. Great to be with you again. How many of us put self-care on the top of the list of our New Year agenda? Yep, I did. And like most people, I'm really bad at taking some proper time out for myself. So sad are running well fetch a weekend of pure self-care at the Stoke House on the Ballamacanny Road in Drogheda. I'm going to find out more about that. Glimmerman, Phantasmagoria, Fufflement discussed today as author Grace Tierney from Stamullen is back with more word foolery and uh, it is is it right that the man should always be the one to pay on dates Love Island winner Greg O'Shea says girls always expect him to pay more on this as well WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court see gilmores.ie LM. 11 to 1 on LMFM with Sinead Brazel. Lady Gaga, poker face kicking us off this morning. Good morning. You're listening to LMFM Radio. Sinead Brazel here with you till 1. And I'm feeling really good today. There's a nice bit of sunshine out there. Hope you are feeling well. We're going to be talking about self-care on the programme today. And we're going to be chatting about this with uh, Siobhan Murray from So Sad because they have this great event that is going to be happening at the end of the month. So I'm going to chat all about self-care. But before we do all of that... Yesterday afternoon, I was surprised and delighted to be invited by the director of Urban Media. So Urban Media are kind of the company basically that work with brands and advertisers for LMFM. And uh, he invited me to speak at a panel discussion for our company. So our company is not just LMFM. There's radio stations and newspapers and we're part of News Corps now and it's a a wider uh, company, a bigger company. And um, I was invited to this panel discussion event as part of Diversity and Inclusion Group, which was set up in the company and myself and my colleague Stephen Breen, the crime correspondent for the Irish Sun. You'd often hear him uh, speaking on Michael Reid's show and Anne Larkin from Women's Aid in Dundalk. She was also there as well. And it was obviously in light of the tragic death of Ashling Murphy and uh, we tried very much to raise awareness of the experiences of women and how as a company and as individuals we can take steps towards creating uh, an environment that women feel safe in and change attitudes around gender stereotypes. And I have to say it was such an honour 
to, to be part of this because it was a really insightful discussion and I felt really, really hopeful afterwards because imagine if every company in, in the country like ours sat down and, and took some time out from the day to day and held a discussion like we had yesterday. Imagine that all over the country was happening. And then imagine if every person that attended that brought what they learned from that discussion into their own lives and passed on these messages to their families and friends and the community. That would be huge. It really would. And I have to say, I was so encouraged by what happened during the discussion. And we have to remember, you know, things are not going to happen up overnight. You know, it's going to take an awful lot of time. There's an awful lot of different prongs to all of this as well in terms of legislation as well. But I think when you see something like this happening within one organisation and the ripple effect that this can have in a positive way. So I was really, really encouraged by, by what went on in the discussion and um, like I said yesterday, in my small corner of the world, if I'm going to do something to make, you know, even a small difference to my life and my daughter's life, well, then that's pretty great. So any employers that might be listening, um, I would encourage you to invite your staff to have discussions like this. Take the time away, take an hour. We actually I think it was barely an hour yesterday away from the day to day work, you know, and schedule in a discussion like this because you'll be really, really surprised by how some of your workforce feel about this issue. And I promise you, it's going to be worthwhile and it's going to be a small step in the right direction towards changing attitudes and perceptions. And um, I have to say, I was really delighted to be involved in this and I was delighted about how quickly the company responded and felt the need to do something like this within the organisation. So that was really, really great. Um, so yeah, I would encourage you to maybe approach your employer yourself if you feel like something that would be worthwhile, essentially sitting down, having a discussion, discussing what's happened in the last week or so and how the company can move forward and provide a safe environment and change attitudes that might be happening. Because as we know, and an awful lot of the time women are keeping silent. They're not really talking about what's happened, you know, maybe within their workforce or in their day to day lives. And what I felt was that people were listening, people were listening and taking on board what we were saying. So it was really great. Um, so thank you so much to, for, for the invite to that. It was it was really, really worthwhile. Uh, now, we are going to be talking about self-care. And in the, on the topic of that, uh, delighted to get in touch straight away with Samantha. She's been on 086-1800-658. She's a regular listener and she says, Good morning, Sinead. I am all about the self-care front and centre. Currently in the gym, getting the body back in shape. Fantastic. This is what we're talking about. A little bit of self-care. Are we taking time out for ourselves? Uh, we're going to be chatting about this very, very shortly on the show. But first, it's back to the music. Here's Luca Capaldi. On a Wednesday in the middle of the month... We go a bit wacky. We go a little bit wacky sometimes on 11 to 1, yes. Because author Grace Tierney from Stamullen, who is so entertaining and brilliant, she's our etymology expert. She gives us the, the weird and wonderful stories behind words that we use all of the time. And every month she likes to test us a little bit. So she's given us a mystery word. And today's mystery word is fufflement, which I love. It's great. Now, she has given us some choices, but I love, I love to see what you think the word fufflement means. I don't like giving you clues at all. <laughs> I do have three choices here, but I just love to, to know what you think fufflement 
means. You see, for me, I'm kind of going, that's quite, you know, like, it's kind of like kerfuffle. Quite the fufflement, isn't it? That you've caused there, like a ruckus or a bit of a disruption. That's what I'm kind of going with. Fufflement. What do we reckon it means? Getting you to use the, the brains on a Wednesday just for a bit of crack. Now, no Googling, right? We could all Google and find out what it means. I don't know what it means. Now, she has given me three, three options here, but I'm just being mean at the moment. And I'd love to just know, what do you think fufflement means? Just anything that comes to mind when you hear the word fufflement. 086-1800-658. No Googling. We'll know if you've Googled it, okay? Because it's just a random word. I don't even know how I'd use it in a sentence. But Grace is going to be joining us later on in the show. And she loves hearing your suggestions for the word fufflement. So get them in to me, 086-1800-658. Dreamy straight in on 086-1800-658. He says, to me, fufflement sounds like an annoyance, like a mess. I put it, he put it in a sentence. I got myself into a serious fufflement yesterday at work. I was all over the place. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, is, is it, you know, that you're in a bit of a spin? Uh, any other suggestions or any suggestions at all on the word fufflement? Keep them coming in on 086 086- one 658 From fufflement to... Now, bear with me now on this. Friskvard's time. I think I'm pronouncing that right. This is a Nordic lifestyle trend that I could actually improve your life. I found this yes, uh, yesterday evening as I was um, researching about self-care and things. And this popped up. It was on the uh, Irish Independent website. And loosely translated, it's called Wellness Hour. Wellness hour. Okay, so Swedish employees can take 60 minutes a week to look after their well-being during paid working hours. That's genius. I'll just repeat that for any employers that might be listening to me today. Swedish employees could take 60 minutes a week to look after their well-being during paid working hours. So anything from going to the gym, taking a walk with a friend or getting a massage. For their employers, it cuts down on burnout and sick leave. So, this journalist is asking, could Irish companies use it to tackle our unbalanced performance culture? Now, I'm loving this idea of a wellness hour every week because, as I said at the top of the show, I'm not great at kind of, you know, taking out time for myself or self-care. Like, I need to schedule it. You know what I mean? Like, that's (laughs) what we're talking about with me. So... Is this something, you know, an hour, an hour of wellness, you know, to yourself. Forget about your lunch hour now. That's a different thing, because let's be honest, lunch hours nowadays are, you know, you're typing with a sandwich in your mouth and you're you're trying to get things done. That's not most people these days, particularly if you're working from home, you're kind of doing stuff, you know, at the desk. You're, it's not a proper hour. You know, a lot of people have um, maybe they they take maybe 15, 20 minutes maybe for lunch and then they get back into it. We're very bad at taking breaks. We really are in this in this country. So Friskvard's time, like in like the Swedes, the Nord, the Swedish. I'm loving this idea. It's all part of, you know, self-care. And we're going to be chatting self-care very, very shortly because so sad. Have a weekend of wellness planned. And let me tell you, there's some schedule that's involved in all of this. We're going to be chatting about that very, very shortly. But now we're going to be chatting about self-care because so sad are running a wonderful weekend at the end of the month at Listoke House in the on the Balmakenny Road in Drogheda. And there is everything. I have a list here. So 
So we have everything from, you know, yoga for teens, including a toolbox, yin yoga and chakra clearing. Uh, also, seeker of truth, personal self-discovery, working with shadows talk. What's that about? I'm very intrigued by that. Uh, also, everything like uh, tarot cards, lotus healing. Um, there's things like psychic demonstrations, mindful living talk and nourishing yourself, emotion management talk. Lots of things to, for everybody to enjoy in this. And it's running from uh, the 28th and 29th of January. We're going to chat to Siobhan Murray from So Sad all about this just after these. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. Be honest, how often do you really take care of yourself? For most of us, we are too busy balancing careers, children, household chores, commitments to clubs, so we rarely have the time to slow down and take some time out just for us. Well, So Sad Ireland want to kickstart the new year off on the right foot by encouraging us to take time for self-care. And they have a wonderful weekend planned for the end of the month at Listoke House, which has everything from yin yoga, mindfulness, empowerment and coaching tools, nutrition and so much more. I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Siobhan Murray. She's in charge of PR and social media and events with So Side Ireland, who is going to tell us lots more about Wellfesh Weekend. How are you doing, Siobhan? Hi, Sinead. Thank you so much for having me today. Great to have you. Now, do you know, on top of my New Year's resolutions list, it was to take more time out for myself. And, you know, we're barely into the new year and already I'm busier than ever. What is it with Irish people? We're always so busy. We never take time for self-care, do we? We never do. It's always Asher, be grand attitude that we, we just move on with it. But as everyone kind of needs to know that we are the most important um, people, we can't, you know, you can't fill from a, an empty cup, as they say. So this event is aimed at people, you know, to take an alternative approach to your self-care um, by looking within and taking that time out really to to. Just be with yourself, isn't it? And, exactly, to, yeah. and to reset, absolutely. And, you know, as you're, you're rightly mentioning there, this is so important. You can't fill up from an empty cup. You need to kind of yeah. take this time out to slow down the mind. And this can be massively beneficial for our mental health. So tell me all about this Wellfesh then uh, that's kicking off in Listoke on the 28th and 29th of January. So it's the 29th and 30th of January. Oh, apologies, 29th and 30th. Sorry, the Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah it's the Saturday and a Sunday. Um, on, we have our schedule out. It's on our website at the moment for anyone who wants to have a look. But the day is going to be packed full of um, alternative self-care. So we have sound bath healings. We've got card readings. We have empowering talks of all genres, really. Um, such as uh, EFT, NPL. Um, we have mindful... Uh, classes that we'd be taking that you can uh, express yourself to art um, it's really anything and anything to do with alternative self-care um, we were approached by a lot a lot of people to be part of this so um, that's it, fantastic it really is, yeah. it's really going to be a good a jam-packed weekend um, we do have early to bird tickets available still at the moment um, you can go to our website the tickets are also available on Eventbrite and um, so part of the day, how it will go is we'll have a bus collection point in Drogheda. Mm-hmm. You'll be brought out. The day is yours. You'll have a, a schedule to kind of just pick out where, what resonates with you. Um, and you can plan the day. So we'll have the chin wagon there. Um, he'll be given food, uh, such as coffee, cakes, 
soup, pizzas to keep you fueled for the day. We'll have poetry in our tea rooms as well in the beautiful Stoke House. Um, and, yeah, the, yeah, the surroundings so. that you've picked actually are top notch. I've gone for walks around Listoke House and as soon as you arrive there, let me tell you for people who haven't been there, as soon as you arrive there, the serenity begins. It is just yeah. gorgeous out there. It really is. And as it's you really said good. there, you've got such a huge schedule of events over the, the two days. And, you know, there's something I've noticed as well. There's something for teenagers right up to older people like this is for all yeah. ages, isn't it? Exactly. The wellness coach is um, very, very passionate about looking after teens and their mental health and talking about it as young as you can get it, really. So mm. she has a yoga class aimed just for teens. So, so you know, anyone in schools, you know, it's not just for, you know, people in their 30s or 20s. It's for everybody, men, women. And um, we actually have a class on the Sunday dedicated for, for men as well. So, you know, everybody is welcome. It's not just, you know, a ladies' day. It's mm. everyone. It's for everyone. Yeah, because um, sometimes that can, yeah, that's really important because sometimes a lot of women might sign up quicker to something like this. Whereas, as yeah. you say, you're, you're catering it. Uh, there is events specifically for, for men. And, uh, you know, yeah. proceeds from the event is going to help this wonderful organisation, So Sad, continue their great work. And now, more than ever, we need organisations like yours yeah. to keep going. So this is going to be hugely beneficial for So Sad. Absolutely. The awareness alone already that we spread on this has has really really helped our organisation. Um, just getting the word so sad out there and our services that we provide, um, and just a sense of community, giving back to our community. Everybody is local, um, so you know it's at the forefront of everybody's door these days. We do have to look after ourselves, and we have to look after everyone else as well. And I think this is the best way of um, of approaching that. Absolutely. And was the Christmas period difficult? I mean, I know, you know, that sort of time of the year can be tough on people. Did you notice an increase in calls or more people reaching out? Absolutely. We really did. Um, It's it's been tough on on our side for the charity. Um, You know, we we couldn't do anything without our volunteers um, and without our counsellors and that. But at the same time, our lines are always open. And um, we never turn anyone away. So if you ever do feel you need to talk, please get in, t- in touch with us. We will absolutely accommodate anybody. Um, so it doesn't matter if we're busy. We're always here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you, you, you mentioned briefly there, how can people get tickets? There are um, some tickets available still. Yeah. If tickets are available to Eventbrite or mm-hmm. you can get them on our website. We also have a stall in Scott Hall yep. tomorrow. For anyone who wants to come and have a chat with us, we'll be there to talk all things Welsh um, and we'll be there the following Thursday as well For if anyone wants to buy tickets um, in person rather than over the internet. Yep. Um, and we just want to say a huge thank you to all our volunteers, to Kieran Bus and to Juliet of Listoke as well who have facilitated us and really given us a handout and most importantly to Katie Curran, our top volunteer who has brought the concept to us and has really just works so so hard on behalf of so sad and um, so we just need to to say that oh listen you be it's it's all about the volunteers isn't it for organizations Absolutely. like so sad it really is uh, siobhan it sounds like a wonderful weekend i think a lot of people are going to get so much benefit from it thank you so yeah. much for joining me on the show today thank you thank you thanks me. a million siobhan murray there so sad ireland.ie okay that's where you'll get all the information also i did spy that they are doing a competition on their facebook page as well for tickets and stuff so all the details and the updates will be on facebook as well and as uh, siobhan mentioned they will be in scotch hall tomorrow
So if you're around Scott Hall and you're shopping, you can pop over to them and find out more information about it. But it's running the 29th and 30th of January and uh, all the details, sosadireland.ie. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. You. Everybody knows that I love you except you, Divine Comedy. Now it's time for this. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're extending, building or replacing your windows and doors, talk to your local Senator Windows dealer today on 1850 77 Temperatures out there, 7 to 8 degrees. Sunset is at 4.43pm. Sunrise tomorrow, 8.29am. On this day in 2013, calcium deposits were discovered on Mars by NASA's Curiosity rover. And today is Popcorn Day. So uh, it was realised that certain corn kernels when subjected to heat will pop and reveal their soft fluffy endosperm in a cloud around their shell before long it was discovered to be a light and delicious treat and the cultivation led to the popcorn we have today a trip to the cinema wouldn't be the same without it popcorn day today LMFM Northeast Update this caught my eye and I'm surprised because we're living in the year 2022 and I thought notions of, you know, men always paying on dates, you know, was long gone. But Love Island winner Greg O'Shea has said girls always expect him to pay for dates, even though he says they often earn more money than him. Now, we know he did all right after the Love Island. And you see, this is maybe why people know they're going, oh, yeah, you got the payout from Love Island. You got 50 grand or whatever it is. But he says, you know, he's gone back to his rugby career and he's not really as flush as people think. Plus, it doesn't matter how much money we think that he has. I don't know about this idea that men always should be paying on dates. What do we think about this? Uh, please give me your suggestions on it. 086-1800-658. I mean, is it a thing that maybe you want to be chivalrous on the first date and kind of go, listen, I'll pay. It's I've asked you out, so I'm going to pay. Or should it just, you know, people should just go Dutch, I think. Do you know what I mean? Let's just go Dutch and not have any sort of you paying for me and any of that. What do we think about this? Should men always pay on a first date? Or should, you know, it be a situation where, oh, I'll get this one, you get the next one, a little bit more even and equal. Let me know your uh, thoughts on this. 86 658 There's madness. It must be love. News at 12 is approaching. And after that, author Grace Tierney has caused a fulfillment I don't know if I'm using this right with her mystery word she's going to join us for word foolery plus Greg O'Shea is annoyed that women expect him to pay on dates more on that as well all coming in part two Still to come on 11 to 1, Glimmerman, Phantasmagoria, Fufflement going to be discussed today as author Grace Tierney from Stamullen is back with more word foolery. And is it right that the man should always be the one to pay on dates? Love Island winner Greg O'Shea says girls always expect him to pay and he's not happy about it. Eleven to one on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See Gilmore's.ie. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Picture This with Unconditional. You're listening to Sinead Brazel. I'm here with you till one. And Love Island winner Greg O'Shea, he's not happy. He is not happy about this at all. What's happening? Well, 
he has said that girls always expect him to pay for dates even though they often earn more money than him after his rugby career has left him broke, they say. He's admitted that he now regrets uh, lavishing expensive gifts on ex-girlfriends and uh, he recently retired from his career as a professional uh, in professional rugby sevens player and he told the Times that he always pays for a date with a girl initially but added, it's getting to a stage where it's like, right, it's the 21st century and you're making more money than me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just sniggering at that bit. But I think he's kind of right now, you know. I mean, I don't think it's right for a man to always be paying on dates all of the time, you know. I, I don't, yeah, I, like even on a first date, I'd be inclined to go, ah, we'll split it or it's grand or, you know. I'm all about the equality. So uh, you're getting in touch and I don't think you're agreeing with me on 086 658. Stephen in Dundalk says, ah, give over Greg O'Shea. <laughs> I think a man should spoil a woman on a date. Okay, but Stephen, we need you to elaborate here now. Would this be all the dates now? You know? Uh, or just like the first date or what are you saying? you know about this um, Carl is listening in Spain oh Carl first of all you're bringing in the Love Island vibes with the Spain I'm loving that I'm hoping it's nice and sunny and she probably is probably is you're probably on the beach or something over there Sinead I would always insist on paying on a date especially if it's the first date once a relationship is established then it's nice to go Dutch or be treated yeah Carl listening in Spain this is what I would be agreeing on what do you reckon, uh, men and women of the Northeast? But I would love to hear more from the men on this one. Is it always right that men should be paying on dates? Keep your answers coming in or keep your thoughts and comments coming in. 86 658 Now let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Hannah Sharon Gafka says businesses keeping tight-lipped on salaries are adding to the ongoing battle of the gender pay gap. The Love Island star joined podcast Talk 20s and said conversations about salaries should be normalised. There's that old-fashioned kind of belief that you shouldn't talk about your salary. It's rude to ask somebody how much money they earn. Well, actually, I think that's a lot of rubbish. I was on LinkedIn and this one woman said that she'd gone for like a really senior tech job. She asked for £100,000 and then she started her job and realised that her male counterparts were 150 k But also, I think it's on employers to put your salary on job adverts. The Advertising Standards Authority are beginning their own online advertising campaign, alerting social media users to online influencers who have breached their guidelines. Jodie Marsh, Love Island's Francesca Allen and twins Jess and Eve Gale are among the six reality stars who've been named and shamed to ensure consumers are not being misled. Jamie Lynn Spears has revealed there's a text from her sister Brittany that will clear the actress's name. She joined the most recent episode of Call Her Daddy podcast where nothing was left on the table. The podcast is available now on Spotify. Let's get into it. Okay. You have a text message that clears your name from your sister. Can you pull out your phone and read that recent text from Brittany? Do I have my phone? Hold on, you're bigger seat. That seat right here. She says to me. That's the buzz. I'm Hannah. The buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all.
Very interested in that first story there on the buzz about this idea of making salaries, you know, and talking and discussing salaries more transparent and more open. And I definitely agree with this idea that when an advert, when an employer is uh, advertising for a position, that the salary should be clear because you're kind of wasting somebody's time if your salary is pittance. You know, but I don't know. My husband does this all the time. He'll always like talk openly about what he earns. And I'm like, oh, sure, sure. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm a bit weird about it. A bit weird about talking about money and what we earn. But I'm, I do think in terms of, you know, closing the gender pay gap, that only has to be a good thing if employers are a bit more transparent about what their staff are earning. Interesting, interesting. We watch this space on that one. I will have a little bit more celebrity news for you later on because a mega superstar, Janet Jackson, ha- is going to be involved in a documentary and the trailer for that documentary has dropped. So I'll bring you that a little bit later on in the show. First, back to the Music. Here's Puff Daddy and Faith Evans. Curious B.I.G. Now we're talking word foolery and we were asking you earlier on in the programme fulfilment. I Now I do have three choices and I'll give you the three choices in a minute but I love to hear what your suggestions are for the, the weird words that uh, Grace brings to us every single month when she comes on for word foolery and they're coming in on 86 Jessica says, somebody who's causing unnecessary confusion. I work with a few of those. Talking nonsense, says somebody else. Fufflement, you're talking nonsense. Uh, Hillary has said, <laughs> kind of in the same vein as this, I think it's Boris. Uh, he was on news on the news last night and I think it's just him. He is Fufflement personified. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he? He always looks like he's kind of rushing around and he's got no, he's dishevelled, isn't that it? More so than fufflement. I don't know. Okay, the choices are, if you want to kind of, you know, get on board with the choices. Okay, so could it be disordered legal papers? That's choice number one. Number two, a method for stacking a woodpile. Or number three, is it excess of layers? Now, I don't know, you know, which one it is. I'm going with the first one. I reckon it has to be something to do with disorganisation. So which one do you think it might be? A, B or C? Just for a bit of crack. Fufflement. On 0861800658. Grace is going to illuminate us very, very shortly. Just after this, we'll be joined by Grace Tierney for Word Foolery. 11 to 1 on LMFM. It's our first Word Foolery of the year. It's the time of the month where we find out more about the weird and wonderful origin stories behind words. Some of which we use all the time and some are just so fun to say, like phantasmagoria. Love it. Author Grace Tierney, our etymology enthusiast, is with us and we are discussing a lot more words than just phantasmagoria. How are you doing, Grace? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too. I'm doing very well. Uh, It's always good to be back talking about words, including the ones that are fun to say. Yes, and I want to kick it off with a wonderful word like phantasmagoria. It has something to do with phantoms and ghosts, isn't it? You're on the right kind of track, okay. but isn't it a fun word to say? You can kind of just drop it into conversation and watch people go, ooh, impressive. <laughs> um, always good to have a few of those up your sleeve. So a phantasmagoria is a confusing or strange scene that is a bit like a dream because it's always changing in odd ways. You know, you're in a dream and then suddenly it turns into something else. Yes. That's a phantasmagoria. It can also be used for a collection of bizarre items, if you have such a thing, or an exhibition of optical illusions. Kind of where we got the word from. So, a phantasmagoria was originally a form of theatre which used magic lanterns. Hopefully, people kind of have an idea of what those are because they're hard to explain on the radio. But they were invented by a Belgian 
pardon me, physicist called Etienne Gaspard Robert in the late 1700s. So he would project images mainly of ghosts and demons and skeletons, so you were on the right track there, onto screens or sometimes onto a, a cloud of smoke, which would be quite spooky. I quite like the idea of that. And he would make them move or change size by changing the projector, like focusing in and out. He also included sound effects with his shows, and they were hugely popular during the 1800s in England. It's kind of an early form of a sci-fi or horror movie before we had proper moving pictures. Um, so phantasmagoria entered the language 1802 from the French word phantasmagorie, uh, which combines the old French word phantasme, uh, or fantasy, and the Greek ending agoria, which means assembly. So basically a phantasmagoria is a gathering of fantasies. Love it, love it. So, you know, you could drop it into a sentence, as you say, you know, when someone goes, listen, you're looking a bit peaky there, you're a bit tired. Ah, I was up all night with phantasmagorias. <laughs> Well, it would confuse your boss. It would be yes. an interesting excuse on a sick note. <laughs> yes, yes. He'll he'll move swiftly on. He'll be like, I don't even want to go there with that. Love it. Uh, and uh, this now, I'm I'm very surprised, okay? I didn't think that you would be a Steven Seagal fan, but we have the word Glimmerman here on our list today. And people will know Glimmerman is a Steven Seagal movie. I had to look up that movie, so that will tell you <laughs> it has nothing to do with Steven Seagal. <laughs> But, you know, there might be a tenuous link, but it's very tenuous. Um, I actually started onto this one from the perspective of Glimmer, so I'm going to explain that first. Yes. Kind of in. So Glimmer was just on my mind because I always like lots of candles in January. I yeah. don't like how dark and cold January can be, and it cheers me up to light candles in the evening. So they obviously, they flicker and you get a little glimmer of candlelight. And I went, oh, Glimmer, what does that mean? So it's one of those fun words that has actually changed meaning completely over time. I love when words do this. I have no idea why, but it did. So it's been a noun since the late 1500s, quite an old uh, English word. And it meant uh, or means a faint or wavering light, like from a candle. However, it's drawn from glimmer, the verb, which is actually older. In the early 1500s, to glimmer was to shine dimly. But in the late 1400s, so just a few decades earlier, when it first arrived in English, it meant to shine brightly. So it went from really bright to, oh, really dim, (laughs) which I think is bizarre. How did that happen? Yeah, but it's kind of right for a candle because you know right sometimes they can actually you know they do that so yes they kind of yes I know what you're saying they kind of in this flickering motion it can be a big burst of light for a second and then it can go back to being faint again I understand yes exactly yes thank you you explained that much better than me Um, so glimmer we get uh, into English either via Middle Dutch glimmen or Middle Low German glimmerin both of which come from a root word glim, which also gives us gleam and gleaming. So it is basically a Germanic root word. Um, so now that we know about glimmer, what's a glimmer man? So mm. obviously you associate with lovely Stephen Seagal. Action, you know what I mean? CIA, he's a character. He'd be called the glimmer man because he was so stealthy in the jungle. He was, yeah. would only get a glimpse, a little glimmer of him before death, which is quite grim. Um now, that's slightly war associated, and so is the Glimmer Man I'm going to talk about, but that's the only link I can come up with. <laughs> so, Glimmer Man's actually a fun one. I, I've been reading dictionaries because that's how sad I actually am. And I've been reading uh, one about Hiberno English. So, Hiberno English is the particular variety of English that we speak in Ireland, which has adopted many words and grammatical structures directly from the Irish language over the centuries. It also retains a few old English words which aren't used in 
in mainstream English anymore, but are still used here. So I've been reading up on this. And I came across Glimmerman and that. So I have to give credit and fairness to that dictionary. Um, so a Glimmerman is defined as a Dublin gas company inspector during World War II, the emergency, wow. who invests investigated contraventions of the rationing regulations. Now, I personally have never heard of this, but I'm guessing some of your listeners probably have. The reason you won't find Glimmerman in British dictionaries is because they didn't ration gas during the war, but they did ration petrol. So it was really only something that was done in Ireland. Um, So the glimmer in that case was the minimal flame that could be obtained illegally and extremely dangerously from the residual gas in the system after it was turned off. And there were two or three Glimmermen who were, I don't think, particularly popular with the population. No. They were employed, they covered all of Dublin City and they could enter any premises and disconnect them from the gas supply if they discovered that they were cheating the gas rationing. Wow. I can imagine Stephen Seagal doing that. Do you know what I mean? If he was around then, <laughs> there'd be nobody doing that. terrified. <laughs> he arrived in. You've been more scared. Oh, that's wonderful. What a great yeah. description for that word. Yes, absolutely. That's fascinating. Well, I couldn't resist putting it in because I have a slight family connection to the Dublin Gas Company. So it was founded in 1824, closed in 2006. And during that time period, uh, three generations of my family had different roles, but that none of them were glimmer men. But they did work for the Dublin Gas Company. So kind of when I found it, I was like, ah, I have to use that one. That is fantastic. So now, you know, not only when you're watching a Steven Seagal movie, you can throw in that little bit of a tidbit information there, you know. Uh, I'm getting a message here actually on 86 658 Yeah, Glimmer Man was the man that went around and lit the gas street lights, says Christine Kenny in Trim. Thank you so much for that, Christine. Uh, people do remember this. Uh, so interesting. <laughs> I'm not going to look at Steven Seagal in the same way. I'm really not. Um, <laughs> Moving on, before, uh, by the way, before we go to our next word, just to remind people, fulfillment, we're asking you, does it mean disorder- disordered legal papers? Does it mean a method for stacking a wood pile? Or does it mean an excess of layers? 086-1800-658, keep them coming in. Before we get to that, joggers, really difficult to spell, by the way, <laughs> the word yeah. joggers. Uh, but aren't they just uh, trousers for people who go horse riding? They absolutely are, yeah. but there's a fun story behind them, which is why they get in. Also, we don't have that many words in English which come from Asia, and this is one of them. So I, I quite like when they come from different sources. Yeah. Um, so they entered English in 1899 as Jodhpur riding breeches. So yes, they're absolutely what you're thinking of, those kind of tacky coloured trousers, tight at the legs, baggy at the, the hips. Um, and they're technically both a toponym and an eponym. So they're a word which is named after a place like uh, Paisley or Turkey, but they're also named for a person uh, like Casanova or Boycott or Montessori because they're named after the city of Jodhpur in northwestern India. Um, nowadays, it's the second largest city in Rajasthan. I think that's how that's said. Um, but it was historically the capital of the kingdom of Marwar. It was founded in 1459, goes fair way back, by Rao Joda. And that's how we get the first part of the word is his surname. He was a clan chief who founded the kingdom and the city. And ultimately, the trousers and the city are both named after him. So, tie-fitting pants already described. They originated in the city around the 1890s and they were based on a traditional Indian style of trousers called a churidar, which are tight at the calf, baggy at the hips, and they're still worn uh, locally and to weddings, apparently. That's the thing that you wear. Um, But it got into English 
thanks to Sir Pratap Singh, who is the younger son of the Maharaja of Jodhpur. He altered the traditional design a little bit, just tweaked it a bit, and he wore it for playing polo. So he visited Queen Victoria in 1897 for her Diamond Jubilee celebrations. He brought his entire polo team and presumably the horses with him. So it was quite the journey. And they wore their lovely new trousers. Mm. They also won pretty much every game they played. So ah, I can see where this is going, yeah. <laughs> the British polo community went, aha, we like their trousers. And all of a sudden, Savile Row tailors were now creating job purrs for their clientele. I love it. So interesting. That is fascinating. It really is. Uh, this came in in the middle of you talking there uh, to the word fulfillment on 0861800658. Who is this? Sean Lennon. Sean Lennon thinks it's belly button fluff. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not belly button fluff, but we love where your mind's going with this one. Okay, we, uh, need, to, we need to put people out of their, their misery. Um, somebody is kind of saying that they, uh, a lot of people are going for A like me but I think I, I don't know we could be wrong somebody's saying here C sounds like it could be right too as in I had a fulfilment of clothes on meaning a whole load of clothes <laughs> what does fulfilment mean? I wish that it meant it was a description of Boris Johnson because <laughs> that was a great one Hillary fun. fantastic I'm- Sadly, it is not Boris. And uh, yeah, no, you're, you've all gone fairly off track, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but it, it's, it's an awkward one because you won't find it in the dictionary because it's quite an old dialect word from Yorkshire. So unless one of your listeners had connections, they probably weren't going to get it. Okay. Um, so it actually means to wear too many layers of clothing. Hey! And I thought it was, I thought it was perfect because January can be quite cold. Ah, <gasps> uh, you okay, see, I wasn't even tying into the January thing. Ah, oh, yeah. Jamie did kind of change his answer there. Uh, he said, I think it could be C. So we'll give it to Jamie there. Fair play. So it does mean wearing a load of clothes. Yeah, so my the mental image you need is that episode of Friends where <laughs> Joey dresses up in all of Chandler's clothes to annoy him. That's what we're going for. Yeah, <laughs> Joey had a fulfilment of clothing yeah. on him. Yes, lovely. So is that the only way we can use it? It literally just has that one meaning. And as you say, it's not yeah. really used anymore. It's just that way. Um, it originates back to a Scottish verb for uh, fuffle, which also gives us kerfuffle, um, yes. which just means to disorder or dishevel. So basically you've thrown on all your clothes to keep warm and you look a bit raggedy. But yeah, that's that's the fufflement. Love it. Grace, as always, thank you so, so much for joining us for a highly entertaining word foolery. We'll talk to you next month. That'd be great. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Author Grace Tierney there. Brilliant. Brilliant word foolery. If you want to find out more about Grace and what she does, she has a numerous amount of books as well. Wordfoolery.wordpress.com 11 to 1 on LMFM. Want to wish a very happy birthday today to Kathleen Glennon in Dunsany County Mead. Uh, thinking of you. Uh, hope to meet up with you soon. And also... I want to say happy birthday to Breach, our lovely receptionist. This one's for you. It's the hot, hot house flowers. Don't go. We're not going anywhere.
That was especially for Kathleen Glennon in Dunsany County Mead. It's her birthday today. That's coming in from Kathleen Goff in Stamullen. And also Breed, our receptionist, is celebrating a big birthday today as well. So happy birthday to her. Now, just a little announcement here because I hate when I hear about things like this being lost. But a man's gold band wedding ring was lost. They reckon it could have been around the Aldi on the cement road in Drogheda or it could have been around the Long Walk shopping centre in uh, Dundalk on Monday last obviously very sentimental value so there will be a small reward given if the, if it was found so if you were in that neck of the woods and you came across a gold man's gold uh, wedding ring uh, that would be really helpful if you can get in touch with us on 086 1800 658 or at reception on 041 983 2000 there is a small reward um, involved in this as well so if you've come across that gold wedding band we'd love to hear from you now time to check in with Ain Crack Anish, Ain Crack, Air LMFM. Clearly, we're in shot. Aaron Law, Shosavlin, Updegs and Knee, Rogu Macab, writer Edgar Allan Poe in Moston, Massachusetts. Pushe Idicus, Assassina, August University of Virginia, Achtush Fibana, Le Gambling Veer in Oskola, Ago. Kashe Shals and Arm, Achahu Machasan Academy, Tushka Vrishe Reint Rilache. Vishay Cut Off, O Araga the Godfather, Freshen, Tushna Fibana, Alcoholics, Karuchus. Agish Fihishacht, Foshe Cholkaher, Avi Trivli in a Degdish. Beshin Kyanlan Akade's short story writers, late in the 1830s, Shushe the Fall of the House of Usher, August the Telltale Heart. Anam Niue Freshen Mar the Father of the Modern Detective Story. Zivlin Ukjeg Daha the Kaher Vwinche Klu August Koilamach Leshen Dawn Father, the Raven. Kovlian and Yeshin Kailu Avan Tush TB August Hussi Po Eg Ol Nis Mo. Fushe Boss Kathuban Zivlin Ukjeg Daha the Ni. Shine Kraken Lake. Ain Crack, Er LMFM. Getting back to Greg O'Shea and what he had said about girls always expecting him to pay on dates. Uh, getting some of your messages on 086 658. Lucy says, Sinead, whilst I don't really like Greg O'Shea, I have to agree with him. As somebody who's in a very good job myself, uh, I worked hard for it. I would find it patronising if a man paid on dates. It's way too old fashioned. That's uh, coming in from Lucy. Uh, Michelle says, the first date fine. After that, no way. Uh, it has to be equal. Very old fashioned idea. That's coming in from Michelle. Interesting. Uh, Anya says, he would put me off, Sinead, if he paid all the time it's kind of undermining okay interesting females of the northeast getting their say on this what do we think um i yeah look personally i feel if a man is kind of taking you out on a date and if they're insisting maybe on the first date that's grand or maybe like if you're going to a restaurant and you go uh, and he says oh look I'll pay for this and then you're heading somewhere else I would all like maybe to a bar I would always say well look you know let me buy a couple of drinks because you know just make it a little bit fair you know make it a bit more equal keep your comments coming in on that 086 658 oh, ah bring back the slow set you know the awkward shuffle in the disco a bit of chitty here what <laughs> is he going to kiss me I don't know oh no he's not he's looking away now will I kiss him oh no couldn't be making the first move just brings me back to teenage years on the dance floor the awkward slow dance shuffle it's brilliant bring it back I say on tomorrow's show it's going to be very much Yusk Day tomorrow actually across the whole station on LMFM top prizes uh, nice Yusk goodies to give away so don't miss that on tomorrow that is our lot for today thank you to everybody who contributed I'll leave you with Ed Sheeran have a great day 11 to 1 on LMFM LMFM 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.